0: Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us,
1: even eternal life. We're going to be talking about the tongue, every word we speak, and the promises associated with what we say. Now, in Matthew 12, Jesus says this, But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Let's figure out what it means. To participate in the show, we invite you
0: to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Dobler.
1: Well, welcome to the program, everybody. This is Jeff with Eternal Promises. And you know the eternal promise that I love to, uh, well, to proclaim, to share with you every time that we talk about it is out of 1 John 2, verse 25, where it says, and this is the promise that he has promised us, even eternal life. And we know that eternal life is is only found in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that great news? He came to deliver us from death and and translate us or or send us into eternal life, to grant us eternal life. And it is freely given to the one who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. We confess our sins to him, the primary sin being that we we did not live for him we've lived for ourselves and we have broken his laws and he forgives us freely washes us cleanses us and then we're made whole again we're given a new heart we're given a new mind and uh, we're given the hope and the promise of eternal life in him what awesome news but today we're going to talk about this eternal promise that Jesus spoke this is out of Matthew 12 And this is um, from 33 to 37. You can read it if you have your Bibles open. If not, you can go there later. But this is what he said. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, and now that men means men, women, children, that means all mankind. For every idle word mankind may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words... You will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. Now, I don't know about you, but every time I read those words and hear them in my spirit, it produces in me godly fear. And by godly fear, I'm not talking about uh, just awe or reverence. I mean, I tremble at those words, and I hope you do too. Now, I want to get to this before I do anything else. If you are feeling guilty, if you're feeling, well, ashamed of the way that you've spoken, the words that you've spoken, and if you have not fulfilled the words that you've spoken in the past, if you're careless with your tongue, your words, I want to give you this encouragement. Confess your sin before the Lord. Just simply confess your sin, and more importantly, ask the Lord to help you to cleanse your speech to cleanse, really, um, the, the root and the source of those comments that you might be saying. We're going to get into some of that over the next couple of broadcasts, because we as a people, as God's people, as the Bride of Christ, we should be pure in not only our conduct, not only our thoughts, but our speech, our tongue, should bless and not curse, our tongue should say things that edify, things that encourage, things that promote godliness. We should speak as the oracles of God, as Peter says. Now today, it's very common to hear other Christians. And what I mean by Christians are, you know, I, I'm i not going to judge where these people are. I'm just telling you that in general, in Christianity today, people will wear crosses. They'll say they're Christian. They've got bumper stickers. They, they have affiliations. They're members, etc. But they speak in such a way that their tongue has not been sanctified unto the Lord. As I said, the Lord is quick to forgive. So just cry out to the Lord and tell him what happened. And more importantly, ask him to show you what the root of those things are uh, and, and have him teach you how to speak in such a way that would bless him and bless others because when Jesus says these words, we can try and explain them away by a lot of, a lot of uh, different theologies, but maybe we could take the Lord at his word. And let me speak it again. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. And again, before we go too much further, I just want to reinforce this. I want to encourage you. There's not one person out there who has never spoken uh, something that would bring them into judgment. So I encourage you, if you haven't already, ask the Lord to forgive you for those things that you're thinking about, maybe that the Lord is bringing to remembrance. But he's quick to forgive. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that is good news, isn't it? Because we all need that. There's no one who doesn't need to be washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. However, we shouldn't be staying in a place where we curse like a sailor, as the world would say. We should not be allowing two streams of water coming out of our mouth, as James points out. We shouldn't have bitter water, salt water, for example, and spring water coming out. It should be spring water. It should be sweet water. So we're going to go back to Matthew twelve thirty three, And he says this, Either make the tree good, and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad, and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. And in the next verse he says, A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, Out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. In other words, you can't draw good out of evil. And you can't draw evil out of good. So what does that mean? It means that usually there's an issue in the heart. And I shouldn't say usually. It's always an issue in the heart and of the heart. Jesus is saying, examine your heart. Make your heart good. Now, how do we do that? Well, we know through the whole of Scripture, the only way that we can make our heart good is that God would be the center of our life. In other words, that we ask God to renew our heart, God to refresh us with the Holy Spirit, God to be our King, that He's sitting and enthroned upon the seat of our heart, that He's Lord of all, Lord of everything that we think, Lord of everything that we say, Lord of everything that we do. And if we are in that state, that is what it means to walk in the Spirit. In other words, we're allowing the Holy Spirit to take hold and take over our life. It doesn't mean that we lose control and we don't have any say-so. No, we're yielding, though. We should be yielding uh, to, the, to the work of the Spirit in our life. We want Jesus to be living in us and through us. We don't want to quench the Holy Spirit, the hope of glory, the Spirit of Christ who is in us. This reminds me of what Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus out of Ephesians chapter 4, starting at verse 29. He says, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve The Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So we've heard from Jesus on this and now we've heard from Paul that our tongues Our words should be blessings. They should not be corrupt, but they should be sanctified and holy. You might be wondering, is it possible? Well, I assure you it's possible. Hang on. Jeff will be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. Listen to
0: Eternal Promises with Jeff Tobler every weekday. Or listen online at
1: eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. This is Jeff, and I want to encourage you to go to the website, eternalpromises.org. Eternalpromises.org. And there you're going to find that we're involved in many things. One is this radio ministry that you're listening to. The other is an orphanage over in Uganda, and in fact, many children there who really are dependent on your support. Of course, we're trusting in the Lord, but the Lord works through His church. And you, who are hearing this, have an opportunity to give to feed, to clothe, to educate an orphan. Additionally, online, we have tracks. We have many other resources. We have uh, thank you cards that are fabulous. Uh, Many more things. And I just encourage you to go check out the website. And if you feel like giving, if you feel led to give, please give generously. We have many needs. And lastly, check out the teachings, the archives, the broadcasts, because we're taking a bold stand and we need you to boldly stand with us. Go to eternalpromises.org and stand with us. To participate in
0: the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll-free love god That's 888 love god
1: And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, thank you for joining us today. We're talking about the words that we speak the tenor of our tongue, if you will? Are we speaking words that edify? Are we speaking words that encourage? Are they holy or unholy? Are they clean or unclean? Are they blessings or are they cursings? Of course, I'm referencing here uh, James 3. We'll, we'll, We'll get into that a little bit here, but probably more on the next broadcast. Let's read out of James 3. He says, But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men, who have been made in the similitude or the likeness of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? And he goes on, and we'll talk about that. But notice what James says. These things ought not be so. Now, often people will focus on the first part of that. No man can tame the tongue. And then that serves as as an excuse to keep speaking the way that we're speaking, in a way that does not bless God. But I want to encourage you, it is possible to speak in such a way and to tame the tongue. How is it possible? What well, is not possible with with the flesh. It is though possible when we walk in the Spirit, in the power of God, by God's grace and by Him in us, just yield to what He's doing in your life and you're going to find that you're speaking differently. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your
0: host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888 love god That's 888 love god